This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. Just a reminder, the Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. You know something? You probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Well, next guest is one of the 15 finalists for the Pro Football Hall of Fame's Class of 2017, and he's one of the seven candidates to appear as a finalist for the very first time. I'm talking, of course, a former tackle, Tony Baselli, whom we've had on this program before, and who was certainly... Hall of Fame worthy, as we noted the last time we had, out, had him on here. He's got five Pro Bowl appearances, three All-Pro designations, all-decade honor in only seven years, a seven-year career that was cut short by injury. Tony, uh, first of all, welcome back. And secondly, congratulations on making it into the room. Finally, congratulations. Thank you. It's, uh, it's a big honor. Pretty exciting stuff. You know, it's one of those things that it's a long process, and it's a process that you know I don't have any control over at this point. I kind of did what I could, and so to get this far, uh, it, I'll say I'll tell you this: it makes it the most real it's ever been to me. Well, as I said, it's your first time as a finalist, and I know we addressed this last time we had you on here, which was about a year and a half ago, I think. But you're on here after 10 years of eligibility. You surprised? I don't know. Uh, I understand the debate because of the length of my career, um, and I think it's one of those things that you, you, because I don't have control over it, I just kind of sit back and and watch from a distance a little bit and try not to get too emotional either way about it. Because uh, listen, it, I, I said it last time; it would be a huge honor. I mean, just uh, I mean, as big as honors you can have, really, uh, in the game of football to be to have your name put in, uh, next to all the greats who ever played it. Um, but it's up to you guys. It's 48 guys are going to sit in that room now on uh, the day before the Super Bowl and debate whether I deserve to be there or not. Um, but it's sure, an, sure an honor just to get this far. Tony, in the last five years, we've put in four offensive tackles, four left tackles, frankly. Orlando Pace, Walter Jones, Jonathan Ogden, Willie Rolfe, a couple of them on the first ballot. When they were going in, did you ever wonder, why not me? Why am I not in this group? A little bit, maybe, just from the standpoint, because when we all played, uh, we were either all created, we were all deemed as equal at the position, or a lot of times, uh, you know, I was uh, maybe a notch ahead of them when I was playing. But at the same time, I understood it because uh, they, they played longer than I did, and they were great players. I mean, those guys you mentioned are outstanding, and I have the utmost respect for them, and was so happy when they got in. And so I wasn't going to let you know any disappointment that I might feel or any thoughts like that kind of cloud my mind too much because I wanted to be happy for those guys because they they deserved uh, the honor and I was really happy for them. Given your seven-year career, are you all a famer? You know what? Uh, that's for you guys to decide. I have no say in that. I did everything I could and I can do nothing else. The, I played the game to the best of my ability. Uh, went out there and competed. Uh, blocked some of the best uh, defense vendors that ever played the game. I had a lot of fun doing it and was on some really good teams. Uh, my career got cut short. It, it kind of is what it is. I had no control over that. And uh, that's not for me to decide. I, I did what I could, and uh, I really trust the process. I, and I can say that honestly. I trust the 48 guys uh, who are going to be in that room to decide uh, whether I am Hall of Fame worthy or not. You are one of the few that trust the process. Let me say <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, what, what, else can, you know, what else can you do? I mean, yeah. There's nothing else you can do but trust it because – I think from I know a lot of the guys in that that room, not everyone, and uh, 
they're good football guys. They follow the game. Um, I think my position, you know, is sometimes hard because there are no stats really associated with it. And um, as much as all you guys cover the game, uh, I'm sure not your favorite thing to do is watch the left tackle and what he's doing. <laughs> you know, you kind of have to trust the guys that played the, uh, the game, the coaches, the GMs, and different things like that. So I understand the difficulty. Is there ever a perfect process for any of the Hall of Fames? You know, I don't know, but I think the way the pro football does it is as good as any. We're speaking with Hall of Fame finalist Tony Baselli on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at talkoffamenet. And Tony, um, just wondering, since you mentioned it, you're right. There are no stats at your position. We all know about quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers. Everyone else seems to have stats, but not offensive linemen. So question, how do you measure tackles? What makes a good or great tackle in your mind? How do you measure them? A lot of it, how I do is, I mean, I watch tape and watch him play, and, and I kind of, you can tell whether a guy can play or not. But then after that is, I think, you know, there's certain characteristics. You know, I think how they finish blocks. I think the ability to both run and pass block. What is the player, what is that guy being asked to do? There's so many different systems, and they change all the time. Um, is it a system where they, the guy's all by himself? He's on an island. He, they're asking him to block that guy by himself, or is it more of a, system where they're going to slide and quick game and get the ball out and maybe make it a little bit easier for an offensive tackle. I mean, there's a lot of different things. And I think as you watch the tape and you see a guy play, you could, I mean, it stands out immediately of, you know, how a guy excels or not. And then the consistency to be able to do it year after year and game after game. I think those are things that I look for when I watch a player. Um, and then also, the one, I don't know if this makes a, one, a great one or not, but I like the guys who are a little bit nasty, have a little bit of a nasty streak and get after guys and are trying try to play the game really physical. Tony, I look at um, Southern Cal's history. They've had three tackles, Ron Mix, Ron Yeri, Anthony Munoz in the Hall of Fame, Tyron Smith now is a perennial pro bowler. You've had first-round draft picks, Marvin Powell and Don Mosbar. Just good players. You draft a tackle out of Southern Cal, you know you're getting a good player. When you go to Southern Cal, is this the expectation that one day you're think, going to be viewed as one of the best? Well, I, I, I hope it is. And I know it, I love I, – I, I felt honored to be able to play at USC and to kind of follow in the footsteps of some of the greatest guys that ever played the position. And a guy, especially once I got in the NFL, that was you know great to me and uh, and still is is Anthony Munoz. And I re- when I was at USC, I remember I think it was my sophomore year. Uh, I found an old tape, old coaching tape, and Anthony Munoz laying around the the office at the football offices, and I popped that VHS in, and I would sit there for hours and just watch Anthony Munoz and how he did things and how he played the game. And I remember, th- I mean, that's what I wanted to be. That's how I wanted to play. And so I think it's a great uh, legacy. Uh, you mentioned some of the great players who uh, played there, and to fall in line with that group is uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a it's a nice uh, fraternity to be a part of. If you go to USC and you can play offensive tackle at a high high end, I mean, heck, offensive line. You know, there's a lot of just guards, centers. I mean, you go down the list. Uh, Bruce Matthews. I mean, a guy that played you know offensive guard. Heck, he played every position in the NFL uh, on the offensive line. So there's been a lot of great ones. Tony, I, I want to go back to what Goose asked you earlier, and I know you've said before on the show and you just mentioned again you're reluctant to talk about yourself and you trust the process, but we've got to go in there with 46 other uh, voters, and we, we're going to argue your case. Can you give us something that we may not know or the other voters may not know that can help you, something we can bring to the table here and say, you might, know this about, you might not know this about Tony Baselli, but 
This is what happened. This is what he did. Well, I'm not a very good dancer. My wife doesn't tell you that <laughs> at all. I don't uh, think that's going to help. Feet, for, for some reason, I'm, I have good feet, but I couldn't dance. So, uh, you know, I don't know. It's so hard for me. One of the things I think that was in the system that we played in, I mean, and it was an honor for me, and it was a big responsibility that they trusted me just in the, our system. We didn't slide, and we didn't help the tackles much. And it was, you know, I was – I was asked to go one-on-one with whoever the defensive end was. It didn't matter if it was Bruce Smith or Derek Thomas or anything else. And there might be certain plays where we did some different things. But for the most part, we were kind of more of an old-school offense, you know, a lot of five- and seven-step drops. And uh, we had some great receivers outside. So there was um, there was a lot of pressure on the tackles, both myself and Leon Cersei, the right tackle. I think also one of the things that, a lot of people don't talk about is we're pretty good at run blocking. You go look at our years, we ran the ball very well. And we were one of the top rushing teams in the NFL. And I think everyone talked about how well I pass blocked. I thought I was a pretty decent run blocker as well. So those are a couple of things. I'll tell you one thing. You make me really uncomfortable because there's nothing more than I dislike more than talking about myself. Yeah, I know that. Uh, in my game. But uh, I, I tried to go out there and play the game as hard as I could. And I, I, I tried to play physical. I was taught that at USC from some great coaches. Uh, I just thought that's the way it was supposed to be played, to be as physical as possible and finish every play uh, of every game. And uh, that's kind of how I approached it. And uh, it worked for most of the time. Hey, Tony, thanks so much for the time. And best of luck with your Hall of Fame candidacy. Thanks. Well, I, I should be talking. I should be thanking you guys. I need the best of luck to you guys. I hope you have a good argument in there for me. <laughs> We've Thanks, got plenty Tony. of ammunition. Thanks, Tony. That was Hall of Fame yeah. finalist Tony Baselli. Coming up next, our Renai Game Changers. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. 